Hey, and welcome to the Astrology and Human Design podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey, here to educate you on all things astrology and human design so that you can align with your highest potential and your life purpose. I am super passionate about sharing the language of the cosmos in a way that is easy to understand so that you can apply it to your life. I create digital guides, online trainings, and so much more to help you learn and understand your charts in a really simple and easy way. Learn more about me and check out what I have to offer on my website, astrologyhumandesign.com. Thanks so much for being here, and without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Yay! Welcome back to another energy update. I'm so excited to be here with you guys again. Last week I took a hiatus and it was so needed to just let myself do nothing and heal and now I'm coming back. I feel refreshed. I feel recharged and just exuberated if that's a word and so excited to share this update with you guys. So this was recorded on the Clubhouse app which I'm doing a lot of content creation on these days as well as holding conversations afterwards. So what I do in the Clubhouse app is I host a talk and basically just like what I do here on the podcast, I give you the update or I'll teach about something specific in astrology or human design or both. And then at the end, there will be an open discussion for everyone that was there. If, if anyone has any questions, they can come up and ask questions. And I also sometimes do chart readings, personal chart readings in that app in the clubhouse app in real time as well so that's what i'm doing over on clubhouse and if you hear me refer to anything like that you're like what is that that's that's why because (laughs) i recorded this on clubhouse so yeah without further ado let's get in to this week's episode so this is going to be an energy update for the week of the 25th which started yesterday Um, And yesterday, we didn't have any major astrology transits, but we did have a transit movement in human design. We had Mercury move into the gate of contribution, which Mercury is currently in Taurus. And the gate of contribution is all about really assessing the ways in which we want to make a contribution to society, the ways we want to impact the world around us, and specifically how we can use like our own experiences, our own teachings, like what we're good at, what you're passionate about, to really have an impact on the world around you. And so that's really on our minds this week. Mercury moves through gates really quickly. So Mercury gate transits only last about five to seven days at most. Um, So this is going to be like a theme of this week is like it's going to be on our minds as to like the ways in which we want to take action to really have an impact, the ways we want to put our offers out there, the ways we want to make shifts in our careers. A lot of us are going through and experiencing changes in our careers right now. And that's going to be a big focus of this week is really getting clarity around that. Um, And if you don't have clarity yet, just like making peace with that and waiting for it to come is a big, um, big aspect of this week too, is like, there's going to be a little bit of confusion. There's going to be a little bit of things seeming like maybe chaotic or just unclear, but it really will start to resolve itself as we get into May. And then I really feel like this summer (laughs) is going to be like, 
a summer of really taking action, of really being rooted in these changes, of really having like moving forward with the clarity that we've gained through this kind of like waiting process. Like we're all really in this kind of um, like incubation period or like recalibration period where things are just kind of a little foggy and they're not really clear or as clear as we want them to be yet. But that's starting to change and that fog that we've been feeling is really starting to lift and that will only continue to get better. We did also have the North Node since the North Node is in Taurus right now. The North Node was in this gate, the gate of contribution where Mercury now is. Um, the North Node was here, I believe, February. Um, so kind of reflect back on what you are gaining clarity around as it relates to like the contribution you want to make in February and how you've kind of like shit maybe made some small shifts or changes have like things have just realigned in order to have you like feel more clear and more solid about those things that you want to take action towards about the things you want to create about the ways you want to express yourself and really share maybe your story your journey more your knowledge your wisdom more that's really like a big focus of this week like i said it will really be in the forefront of our mental space since this is mercury of like okay what are the ways i can do this how can i be embodied in this and how can i like take that action once it really does feel more solid and more clear so that started uh yesterday and that will really kind of be like i said a focus of this week today on tuesday we have uh, mercury beginning at shadow period which is the phase that mercury is in before it goes retrograde so we have a mercury retrograde coming up on may 10th and that will last a few weeks and will be in gemini so this might be a pretty I don't want to, I don't want to use the word rough. I really hate how people demonize Mercury retrogrades because I really do feel like they're super beneficial in the long term. But this one just might feel really intense because it's in its home sign of Gemini. And so that's just something to be aware of, like Mercury retrogrades coming up, um, maybe just, you know, and it's Taurus season, like it's always in Taurus season, it's always time to slow down. But that's really how I see Mercury retrogrades too, is like just a time to reflect, to reassess, to slow down, to really ask ourselves, okay, is this what I want to be doing? Can I do this in a better way? Can I do this in a more aligned way? Can I do this in a way that's more in flow with me and with my energy as opposed to like trying to force it all to happen all at once? Um, which is kind of what we've, I, I mean, <laughs> I'll speak for myself, but I've kind of been feeling that lately with everything that we just had in Aries. It was like, I got to do it all right now. Like, and now that we're like, things are moving into Taurus, we're like starting to really just kind of like reassess and be like, okay, maybe I don't need to do it all at once. And I can like take my time and it will still all come together in the ways that it needs to. So that's a big energy. I mean, of Taurus season as a whole, but of this week especially and with this upcoming Mercury retrograde that we have, like what are the ways that we need to maybe like reassess the ways that we want to take action so that we're living and doing it more in alignment with um, what's really correct for us as opposed to like trying to force it all to happen right now and then maybe getting burnt out. Um, today we also have Mercury sextiling Jupiter. So there's like this this little bit of like that reassessment and that, that realignment, that kind of... Um, just this period of like really questioning and like having that time to, to slow down to reassess is really 
going to help expand us um, with with Jupiter at play here. It's like this is a way that we can not only feel more expanded in our like moment to moment, but long term, like feel more expanded. Um, it's reminding me of the, that phrase that's like the, oh gosh, what is it? It's like the candle or the flame that that burns the hottest or the brightest, like burns the fastest. That's kind of like the energy of right now is like, yes, you can like have all these things you want to do and have these dreams and aspirations, but it's all going to happen in divine timing. And to like try and rush it or force it to happen in a certain time frame is only hindering your growth and your process and the like fullest impact of whatever it is that you want to do can have. We also have today Venus moving into gate 36, which is the gate of crisis, which sounds kind of bad, <laughs> but it's really not as bad as it sounds. It's just like with Venus being in this gate, it's really just like an awareness of what change is needed. Again, just kind of this, this message <laughs> that keeps coming through of like, and is going to be the theme of this week of like reassessment and really using any pain, any confusion, any chaos or crises that happen to really be a gauge of like where we are and how we can make changes that further align with where we want to go right and get us there in a way that's in flow as opposed to like like i said like burning the candle all at once um and the the lesson of this gate too and with venus being here specifically i actually just posted a youtube video about venus because venus for the past six months has been in a huge transformative journey like ever since october venus which rules money and love relationships um, our self-worth our values has really been going through a huge shakeup, a huge transformation like venus has not felt good <laughs> since like six seven months ago and so that's why a lot of us have been experiencing a, like huge changes within our romantic relationships, our personal relationships, our family dynamics, our money situation, finances, as well as our self-worth and our value systems. They've all been going through this really big change. And so this Venus being in this gate is kind of like an ending of that cycle. And it's like really asking us and prompting us to use any pain, any confusion, any like... Um, just dis-ease that's come up over the past six months and that's currently still maybe resurfacing a little bit to reassess, to have us like reach clarity eventually and to use that as like a motivation to change and to like enter into this new cycle that's starting um, with this new moon this weekend in Taurus and it's an eclipse, a uh, partial eclipse. So it's going to be a big one. Um, and so really like all of this week is about is just like reassessment, realigning, using any confusion and, and clarity to, or not, not clarity, but lack of clarity to just really allow that to see, to be a gauge of like where we want to go and kind of like a little bit of a waiting game. Like it's requiring a little bit of us to have patience and just surrender to the process and the unfolding of things as they are. And then on Wednesday, the moon will be void of course, which I, love to touch on for emotional authorities if you're an emotional authority in human design it's can be really helpful to know when the moon is void of course um and what that means is that the moon is like in between transitioning from one sign to another so it's a really just like shifty unclear maybe sometimes chaotic energy 
depending on how this is how it's impacting your chart but specifically emotional authorities you all are so sensitive to the moon cycles um, as well as projectors and reflectors are too so it's important to know when the moon is void of course because it's like gonna be just like the the biggest time of maybe confusion or um just like feeling a little bit maybe lost or just unclear about things and so if you know when these moments are during the week you can just be aware oh okay like this is happening because the moon is void of course right now and it like i don't have to make any major decisions and I shouldn't make any major decisions because the moon is void, of course, and the energy is unclear. And so that's happening on Wednesday. Um, it'll be, this is in Pacific time. So it'll be from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific time on Wednesday is when the moon will be void, of course. And again on Friday from about 2.30 to 5. And that's Pacific time. So adjust that for your time zone. Um, and I'll repeat them again. Wednesday, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific, and Friday, 2.30 p.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific. And those are just going to be the biggest times of the week where things feel really unclear and the energy feels really shifty. Um, and it might prompt for like a kind of cycle of like I was talking about with Venus, like confusion to clarity to change to a rebirth. Um, so just know that after the moon is void, of course, things will be more clear. On Wednesday as well, we have Venus conjunct Neptune. So this will also contribute to this like fogginess, um, especially as it relates to all those Venusian things, right? Our self-worth, our value systems, our finances, our relationships, things will just feel really foggy. And there's also a tendency with this transit for things to just be a little bit um, like, like a tendency for us to fantasize and illusion ourselves around certain things. So just make sure that you really have your spiritual practices in check for tomorrow. Um, like meditation, you know, however you connect to a higher power, to your higher self, like really just having a solid practice and structure for that is going to be really helpful for this transit tomorrow. And then on Wednesday as well, we have the sun moving into gate 24, which is the gate of rationalization. And this gate is all about really revisiting things like over and over to learn something deeper, to learn something, um, you know, beneath that. It's like an onion, right? It's like each time we revisit uh, another layer, new things are presented to us. So that's another kind of uh, facet of the energy of this week as well. As we're really revisiting things, we're really just like things are being brought up to just really have us gauge and understand um, the deeper lessons there and the deeper wisdom of that, whatever it is. Um, and to really create this sense of like empowerment and embodiment and rationalization, like through that process. With the sun moving into gate, uh, the gate of rationalization, the earth will also be moving into gate 44, the sun and the earth and human design travel together. And gate 44 is the gate of alertness. And this gate is all about similar to the gate of rationalization, like recognizing patterns and knowing what moves potential into possibility. So we're really going to be start to seeing like through the things we're reflecting on, through the things we're reassessing this week and in the coming weeks, um, like the ways that we can move all of these things that we've been dreaming about like all year, right? The things we've been wanting to take action towards, how we can really open up to new possibilities and new potentials around what that is, what that's going to look like, how it's going to impact the people that we want it to impact, right? And also 
the changes it's going to make to our lives. So this is a really big week to just like really sit in any confusion, really sit in any um, pain or, or anything that comes up that maybe feels like quote unquote negative or darker and, and really just like sit in it to, to ask like and experience it fully, right? A lot of us, and I'm speaking for myself here, like when when things get painful, when things get rough, I have a tendency to want to like avoid and just like check out and like watch Netflix or like call a friend and just talk for two hours. But it's really, it can be really helpful and really powerful to sit in that and really experience that fully. And then it doesn't last as long. And then we also gain a lot of reflections from that. We gain a lot of wisdom from that. We really get to see like what it wanted us to look at, to reassess, to reframe, to teach, and how we can move forward with that. Let's see, what else do I want to say about the gate of alertness? Yeah, it's like it's like an awareness of like what is going to continue to help us thrive is really the energy of this week. And the energy of like what's going to ground us this week is like, okay, what do I need to thrive? How can I recognize like other possibilities of what I want to do? Um, and like through the awareness of patterns, like have that be my kind of like, uh, what's the word, like compass this week, if that makes sense and then on thursday we have mercury trining pluto so this will be a big transformation as it relates to like our mental space our mental patterns um and again kind of what i said what i spoke to like a few moments ago of there being a little bit of like darkness coming up like a little bit of maybe like depressive symptoms like resurfacing in our in our mental space so this is like a big week in time and thursday this will be kind of at a a a, um, what's the word like head uh, a peak to really connect with ways and practices that elevate our mental health that help us to connect to a higher power that help us connect to our our unique channel whatever that is um, and really that that energy of love right that that higher power source energy and that's gonna be crucial moving forward not only for this week but like for the rest of our lives of like really grounding ourselves in a there was something I saw today that was like don't have a routine have like oh gosh I can't remember it but it was like we just really need to be have this structure of like how do I connect to myself how do I connect to a higher power um, and for me this has been lately been resurfaced like surfacing in a way that's like okay I need to really like soon as I wake up and like go to the bathroom like meditate and then like read something inspirational or read something that's like going to elevate my mindset as opposed to like maybe just like checking messages or getting on social media when I first wake up like no really like having this this kind of like structure and foundation of starting my day with my connection and then also remembering to come back to that throughout the day right when things get when things feel tough when things get hard when things feel chaotic or really confused remembering that connection and that being a kind of like pervasive thing in our lives as well. And that really stems from us having that routine of it, having that foundation of it, like whenever we do it every day and making time for it. And that's a big energy of this week too. That's really going to help with these kind of intense, more intense like transits. Um, especially as we have on Friday, Pluto is going into retrograde. Um, which Pluto is the slowest moving planet. So these things don't ever really affect us the way that Mars or Venus or Mercury transits do. 
Pluto is more like long-term, long-lasting changes and effects. It's like I said, it's the slowest moving planet. So the changes that are, are presented to us by Pluto are more slower, more long-lasting. It's not like an instantaneous, like as if it would be if like the moon is squaring Mars where that's going to feel like really energetically like and emotionally aggressive and like intense. With Pluto, it's like there's just going to be this this subtle thing or shift that happens that like has this ripple effect um, that we don't necessarily always see in the moment. So that's kind of the energy of this weekend as we have Pluto going into retrograde. And Pluto's been in the gate of, let me see here, gate 60, which is the gate of acceptance. Um, and this gate is in the root center in human design. So this is like a literal drive and like a pulse to create energy and momentum to really move forward and towards our goals, move forward towards our dreams and to really get things started. Um, so with Pluto being here, it's like that is really going through a huge transformation for a lot of us is like our ability to have energy and put that energy into what we're wanting to do. And the lesson of this gate is to really like accept when we have the energy to start something versus when we need to conserve that energy and reserve it for when it feels like the timing is right versus trying to like force ourselves. Like you'll notice that the energy lately around all of that has really been up and down. Like one day you'll feel really energetic and like stoked to do things. And then the next day you'll feel super tired and need to take like a three hour nap. And that's just like really the energy of this of Pluto being in this gate, it's like, okay, you really need to just be aware of like when you truly have the energy to do something versus when you don't and not forcing. And that's really what we're all moving into as a collective, right? Into the new earth is like more feminine, more, more flow, less trying to force and more trying to just really, or not trying, but really just being in flow and living more in flow and living more in harmony and alignment with our energy versus trying to and pushing ourselves to to be consistent and to um you know work from work eight hours a day and like that we're really moving out of that and there's a lot of things that are just like shifting to really realign us with that and we'll really start to see those uh with this pluto retrograde because again retrogrades are really just a reassessment and a realignment it's it's not bad it's just a slowdown on Friday as well, we have Mercury entering Gemini and it will be in gate 20, which is the gate of the direction of the now, which this is a really powerful gate. And this is one of the gates that makes up the channel for a manifesting generator. So if you have this gate or this channel in your chart, the, chan the 2034 channel, you know what this is. Like this is what, what gives people that have um, you know, in manifesting generators specifically, if you have this channel, this is what gives manifesting generators that just like ability to like act really quickly and move really quickly and like just do a whole bunch of things at once. Um, so with Mercury moving into this gate, it's like our minds are really going to be hyper kind of focused on how can I move forward? How can I make things happen? How can I start taking action towards what I want to do? Um, but it's like this only can happen right after a period of contemplation and recognition of what needs to be created and expressed. It's like those things really have to come to us before we can really take that action in a way that's going to have the fullest impact versus, like I said, just trying to like force things. Um, it's like just really like waiting for that process and then like acting when the time feels right.
Um, a perfect example of this in my life is I have this channel and today I had scheduled this room for one o'clock and, and it was like 10, it was like 1250. And I was like, this just doesn't feel right. Like something feels off. And I also wanted to lay in the sunshine. <laughs> and so I, I switched it to 3 PM, which is what, you know, when I opened it today and I realized like at one 20 why I felt the need to move because my move the time because my leasing agency came to show my apartment to people that are wanting to rent it for when my lease is up and I was like oh my gosh that would have been such a if I had kept the room at the same time and like forced myself to like do it at the time I had said originally instead of like listening to that like just offness I would have been so like caught off guard by them just coming by because they don't normally like tell me when they're going to come they just kind of show up and that was like my intuition and me just being in the moment and being like oh this isn't right I need to change this and then like realizing later that's why because I would have been like so caught off guard if they had just come in while I was in the middle of this room with you all and like giving this update I would have been like oh it would have just really thrown things off so there's always a greater purpose even if we don't see it in the moment of like why these kind of changes and these like reassessments right need to happen and so it's really important to listen and to take action from that place and really like wait for the right timing of when things really do truly feel aligned versus again when we're trying to just like force them or should ourselves right so that is let's see that's friday so we'll be feeling um that really this weekend especially with this new moon too in taurus it's like okay what intentions do we want to be setting around embodiment and around like really the things that we want to change the things that we want to take action towards um i'm pulling up the transits of saturday because i just i'm like going off my notes here but i haven't been looking at the chart so i'm looking at the chart now for saturday which is when we have the new moon in taurus and it's going to be at um one about 1 30 pacific time and it is a partial partial eclipse so we will really feel i mean it's really close to your honest too so there will be a lot of like just sudden drastic unexpected changes not only as it relates to like our energy like i said we've kind of been on this like energetic roller coaster of, like one day i'll feel inspired and the next day i'll feel super duper tired and maybe even like a little bit like just down in the dumps and that's kind of like just the the way things are happening right now to really again have us live more in flow and live more in tune with energy as opposed to trying to force ourselves um, and so a big theme of this new moon is going to be that as well we'll also have venus conjunct jupiter on that new moon so a lot of us are going to be setting new intentions around money around finances around our relationship to material possessions as well as the way we want to connect to uh, our spirituality a higher power you know developing a meditation routine a lot of us are, are learning about reiki learning about the akashic records learning about things that have been maybe considered like taboo or like a cult for the past however many decades and centuries um and so we're really starting to like bring all that knowledge back and really be embodied in that and really be using that in our day-to-day -day lives as opposed to just being like oh i learned it and but i'm not going to use it like we're really starting to just like reassess okay what are the things that i want to learn or that i have learned that i really want to start utilizing that i really want to start 
bringing more into my day to day and also helping people with that. Like a lot of us are starting spiritual businesses and really um, getting more in tune with our intuition, our psychic abilities, our healing gifts, and how we can use that to impact the people around us and move that into and integrate that into our careers as well. A lot of us are going through, like I said at the beginning, a lot of us are going through a lot of career changes and this is just going to be like a a reassessment and like a, a time this weekend to really set intentions around what you want that to look like and really like asking ourselves like what's in our highest what's in your highest excitement like what really truly excites you and what could you like see yourself doing that is is like not only your passion but it's like fun and it it also can serve humanity I got off on a tangent there but on Saturday what are some other things you have going on on Saturday Oh, and I will see, let's see, yeah, this new moon will be taking place in gate 24 as well, which is the gate of rationalization. So again, it's like, we're going to be really focused on like, okay, what do I want to learn? And also revisiting things, maybe even revisiting things that we've learned about or got certifications. (laughs) I can never say that word. What we've gotten certifications about, what we've spent time learning about and how we can kind of like revisit that information or revisit what we've learned to have like a deeper understanding of it um, is going to be a big theme of this new moon as well. Mars is moving into gate 63 on Saturday, which is the gate of doubt. And this gate is like a push uh, to gain a deeper understanding and awareness from any confusion or lack of clarity that comes up and to really just let things resolve themselves through time. Um, that really like lends us to, to a greater resolution of like what our truth is. Um, and to remember faith too, like a big theme of this week and all of these transits is to remember our faith, to surrender to the process, to really kind of like step back and, and let the universe, let source, let God energy lead and getting more in tune with our ability to, to, harness that connection to check in with that connection to ask questions and not not kind of like should ourselves into doing things that aren't necessarily in our highest excitement or highest um energetic alignment um we will also be feeling with mars in this gate we will be feeling like a push to create a lot of change in our lives and to use like the lesson of this gate and this transit is to use any doubt that comes up as a motivator to create change and to be like, okay, if I'm experiencing a little bit of doubt, that probably means like I'm onto something. And so really just checking in again with like your connection to yourself, your higher power and how you can really use that to make the necessary changes in your life that are showing up for you at this time. And then on Sunday, we have Venus sextiling Pluto. So there will be a lot of change around, like I said, um, with this new moon too, like our financial situation, our relationships, like we're really just going through a huge rebirth of all of those things. And they're really tied to our value systems, our self-worth, the way that we deem ourselves to be worthy and deserving of the things that we desire. And that is going through a transformation. But with sextiles, with the sextile aspect, there has to be some sort of like work. It's not It's not like a trine where it's just like the harmonious energy just kind of like happens and it's there. It's like there has to be action taken for us to really step into the 
harmonious and positive energy that comes with a sextile. So it's like, what changes do you need to make to your financial situation or your relationships um, to really have this, the full effect of this transformation that is really like available to us at this time. On Sunday as well, we have Venus moving into the gate of the spirit of the self. And I believe Venus moves into Aries on that day too. Let me see. Hold on. I didn't write that down. Let me share. No. What does Venus move into Aries? I guess it might be May 1st. Yep. No, May 2nd is when Venus moves into Aries. Um, so that is, this is like a big completion with Venus and Pisces right now. And until, when is that, Monday? We will be feeling this like completion of this cycle as it has, Venus has really been in, like the thick of it for the past six, seven months. And it's really time to take action towards what those changes are that you want to make when it comes to, again, your relationships and your finances. And this has been showing up for me as like just really shifting my perspective around money, perspective shifting my perspective around my finances as well as my relationships like not only romantic but like friendships in my life and the people I want to have around me so a lot of us are experiencing these like shifts when it comes to oh my values have changed oh I'm not the same person I was like a few months ago like or years ago like I why am I why am I trying to force the same relationships right so a lot of us are realizing that and it's really going to be this next week is really going to be a, a time to be embodied in making those changes and to not like you know this energy I talked about earlier of like Venus being conjunct Neptune, like not trying to illusion ourselves or like live in this kind of like fantasy land or like lie about what's really true and what's really being presented to us and like being just really real and honest with what we want. And if what's mirroring, what's being mirrored to us in our physical lives is what we want or not. And if it's not letting it, letting it loose, right? Cutting the ties and making space for, for new to come in because that is going to really start to happen in the next few weeks and months, especially. It's a really auspicious time. I am really excited. I know and <laughs> have experienced all the changes that we are all going through at this time. And while it can be overwhelming, it can be frustrating, it can be daunting, it can be confusing, chaotic, etc., etc., it's also really exciting. And when I tune into my soul and how my soul feels about all these things, it's like really stoked. <laughs> and then my human is like, okay, we got to like get you on board and reframe all this stuff to also be excited because, you know, like when we're caught up in the things, they aren't always as exciting. When we're caught up in the realness of, as a perfect example of from me in my life recently, last weekend, I sprained my ankle really, really bad. And I've never had an injury this bad where I wasn't able to walk and I was very limited in my mobility and it's been really rough. I've had like mild temper tantrums where I've been like, why did this happen? Why I'm just so annoyed. I wish I could just walk. Like I wish I could just do everything normally. And that's also not really helpful to be in that space. So I've had to like pull myself up by the bootstraps and like reframe it and be like, okay, no, this is teaching me a lot. I can still do everything that I love to do. I can still work, you know, for the most part, I can't go out and hike, but 
you know, I can still work. I can still connect with people. I can still do what I'm passionate about. I can still do podcasts. I can still do all these things. And I choose to be grateful that I can still do these things despite the fact that I can't walk (laughs) without crutches. (laughs) So that's just a way that, you know, an example of, of really how we get excited for all these things, right? Our soul does, our soul gets excited. And then when we're, we're going through them and they're actually real and we're experiencing them in real life, it can be harder sometimes. So, but it's all just about remembering that reframe, remembering to bring it back to the excitement, remembering to bring it back to that bigger picture and the larger vision and yeah, choosing that perspective shift and, and that framework for it as opposed to just getting stuck in the the humanness of things, right? So that's all I have for you guys this week. I hope that resonated with you. I hope it was helpful and you found some some peace and solace, are finding peace and solace and confirmation in what's happening. And I know it's for the best. And I know we have a lot to look forward to, even if it's not immediate, it's not, we don't see it right away. It is still coming. And faith in that is going to change everything until it gets here. (laughs) And then even after it gets here, right? But anyways, I love you all. I appreciate you and have an amazing week. I will see you in the next episode.